Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the BB Show. As always, we're here for NBA Tuesday. Once again, joined. Uh, well, I'm with my co-host as always, Chen, and then we're once again joined with the grateful presence of Mr. Luke Dearlin back for NBA Tuesday. We're running it back, talking some basketball. So, uh, yeah, Luke, you can start it off. Get go around the league. Hot topic: Celtics Warriors game. Uh, Zion being unsportsmanlike, according to Cam. Oh Payne. yeah. So, so pick your poison. You want to kick us off with the around the league talk. Um, man, uh, you know, I think, I think the Suns Pelicans, um, I think we should talk about that first. Cause that was, um, that was just crazy. I mean, the whole Zion like broke the unwritten rule in the league. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like what people didn't see before that was Chris Paul, you know, they already lost the game and he takes a layup, you know, that layup isn't going to do anything. <laughs> but when Zion does a 360 windmill, you know, then people get mad. I mean, I don't know. I, all I got to say about that game is um, the Suns. I mean, you know, we were talking about this a little before, but they're, they're just not my favorites, man. They're, they're soft. They're, you know, the Pelicans are such a deep team. The Suns, they didn't have uh, Devin Booker. Um, they didn't have, I believe, someone else. I, I forget. But regardless, I mean, Pelicans got the dub. And I think there's a Pelican-Suns rivalry, like, brewing right now. And I think they play later this week. And, yeah, that's, that's all Do I got to say play, They play a third time? Because I know they played a second time already, and the Suns yeah. lost. Yeah, it's they weird. So they, again? yeah, they played like two times, pretty close. And then let me see. Let me see. If I, can pull I believe it they're up, in the but... same division, so it should be four. Yeah, that's that's my knowledge. Um, I, I will have to. Uh, I, I'm just gonna take my hard stance on this. Um, my biggest thing is you brought up Chris Paul. It, just honestly, like his antics <laughs> over the years. Um, I feel like by the day, I just get more and more dislike for Chris. Oh, they, Paul. they played tonight. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. again? Oh, no, no, sorry. That's the why did I look oh, up some Pelicans yeah. and it's the Jazz? How did that happen? Yeah, oh, they play Saturday, they play um, Saturday. Saturday. Okay, I knew it was soon, but interesting. But so, yeah, they're definitely in the same division, which is going to create a rivalry, which I would say is cool. Um, but I'm honestly pretty sold on the fact that I, I think this the prime of the Suns team is we're past that. Like this might honestly be the last season they have a winning record in my opinion. Um I, I don't think one Chris Paul has really been all that. I, I know we kind of touched on it, you know, last time Luke was on, but um look, this is gonna be a hot take. And as, in terms of talent, right? Devin Booker's great. <laughs> I love Devin Booker. I love what he can provide scoring the basketball. Um, but it, I, I got to be honest here. In terms of like what he provides your locker room, we get this idea of the Suns being soft. And, you know, when I look at Devin Booker, he seems a little just disengaged. You know, I really see a parallel to his buddy in uh, Arizona, Kyler Murray. I would say oh both my dudes gosh. are he is wow. not elite. That they are elite talents. And first of all, Kyle Murray's not playing bad as Cardinals, but that's a story for another day. Um, they're both elite talents. It's just a matter of, as people, I'm not one to critique character because everybody's different, but they're not leaders. They're not going to go and make other people better. Jay Crowder doesn't want to play. 
Like, like he's Devin Booker's not trying to get him off the bench. He's not trying to. Ins- <coughs> Excuse me. People don't Bless play you. better around Devin Book. That's just that's facts. Until Chris Paul got there, they were at bottom of the barrel team, and now Chris Paul's starting to fall off. Don't be surprised. The Suns they probably won't get above that playing, but they're not going to be in the top. They're going to start to just drift, kind of like the Jazz and the Trailblazers and the Kings are going to start to come back down the earth while the real contenders start to emerge. And that's just my take. I, I love Devin Booker. I think he's an elite scorer. I think watching him at times is like, geez, this dude is really good. And we have plenty of names like Kyrie Irving, really good. But you don't rely on him to lead a team on his own, be your face of the franchise? Personally, no. And, and I know a lot of people might push back on that, but we'll see how the Suns do this year. They got washed by Luka and nobody else before they even got to the conference finals last year. So I don't really know why we're selling this high horse of the Suns. The fall has already started. That, that's just my two cents on the issue. And if they're going to be upset with Zion doing that 360 windmill, um, stop them. Uh, how about that? How about DeAndre Ayton, seven-foot David Robinson build, stops a dude who's six seven with some hops. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but – you can be upset and whatever. Well, Chris Paul does the same thing. It's like, come on. D- don't be hypocrites. Especially Chris Paul has been around the game since I can remember. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to pose a debate to this. But, yeah, this was – this was, and I, I feel like we're all in the majority here. They got a lot of flack for this. But, yeah, it was pretty soft campaign to just, you know, whine to the media about sportsmanship yeah. and all this. And it, it took a matter of – 30 minutes for me to scroll on TikTok and see like five different clips from the playoff last year of the Suns doing the exact same. Right. Job. It's like, dude, like, it's you just can't do that. Yeah. It's, you just can't it's do bad. that. I feel like if anything in today's NBA, we need more of that type of stuff going I on. Absolutely you know I absolutely mean? agree. And that's yeah, what I was going like, to say is this is the most interested I've been in a rivalry in a minute outside of maybe a couple finals, Matt, you know, maybe since Cavs warriors and yeah. that got boring just, at the end. <laughs> Regular season, it's like regular season is usually boring. It's nice to have a little bit of bad blood. I'll take it. Elkins are out with they're out for blood. Everyone was crapping on them, saying they're not going to be all that, and they're the top seed in the West right now. No, and Christian, I'd love to disagree with your with your stance on book, but. The reality you is, can't. is, I can't. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to like that, jeez, you know, no, just like somebody who's modeled their game after Kobe and does all this idolization, but when it comes to like the essence of what made Kobe so great, falls so far short. So far. killer instinct that you see, and I'm not even just praising Kobe, MJ. Like LeBron's got it too, you know, and people have it more, to more extent than others, but book is. You know, you don't show up in game seven and sh- score like 25 <laughs> points as a team and a half or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, I think it was bad. a little more than 25, but it was 39. Like, oh my god, it was gosh. like 72 <laughs> to 39. I, I remember that. That was like time stamped in my head. I couldn't believe it. But yeah, I don't disagree. I, I will push back on the idea that the Suns aren't going to have a win. This will be the last time they have a winning record. I think it's they're not with Booker this core. Is, uh, well. Okay, that's what if I was that's saying. what you meant. Then okay, if, who's the? I'm not saying consistent? all time they're not going to win. It's just well, like no, I know what you mean. I'm window. saying what I'm going to say is they're going to hold on to book, and it, it should be fairly easy to reload to get a team that can win 50 games with him because 
he's a very good regular season player is kind of what I'm getting at. You know, it won't, I don't think it will be hard. I think they have a yeah. decent enough core to find, you know, make a couple moves and build some depth. So, but outside yeah, I, of that, yeah. I don't think they're, they're going to be, you know, after this year, I don't think they're going to go for a deep playoff run again until they make some major changes. And like, I would almost compare Devin Booker to someone like Kyrie to where they're, you know, they're really good. They can score the ball and they've got this good skill set, but I mean, I, I I don't know if this is a hot take either, but I'd almost like to say D-Book is better as a second option. And he's never really been a second option, but say you bring in someone like, I don't know, you give him a Joel Embiid type of player or someone like that, or even like he could Jokic. be a first option. Yeah, Jokic, or he could even be a first option with like, you know, I well, actually, I was going to say someone like Halliburton, but I mean, he has Chris Paul. That isn't, you know, working out very well. But my question is, is, you know, you compared uh, D book to Kyler. I mean, I wonder if D book likes Call of Duty too. I mean, yeah, it I guess that's just me. I guess that's just the theme in Arizona. Like, but yeah, I don't a lot know. Of cod down there. <laughs> yeah, I I saw the stat that like every time a new cod comes out, Kyler's stats like drop off. I don't know. That's off topic. Well, but, I mean, oh, shipment no, shipment supposed to come out tomorrow, and he magically tore his ACL yesterday. Oh yeah, I'm not exactly. saying anything. No. Exactly. <laughs> oh, NFL's rigged. NFL's rigged. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, no. Yeah. I uh, I gotta just say with the, I, I I'd have to, I haven't seen it. The second option thing. But in uh, in theory, that sounds pretty remarkable. I'm not gonna lie. You swap. Yeah, I like, I don't know Middleton, if I can say that. But swap yeah. out Middleton for Book. That Bucks team probably goes seventy three nine. You swap out even Kyrie for Book with KD. That team like he would be an elite second option. And, and I yeah. think as the number one guy, given the number one guys that are around the NBA, I think there's an argument he might fall outside of that top ten. And, and like it's close, but as we really start, Ja, Luca, LeBron slash AD, you really start to break it down. It's like, wow, he's really good, but he's not the elite. And um, that's yeah. just no. I, I think it's a very good talking point. Um, you know, ultimately, Pelicans are better constructed, and I think we should kind of move towards that. I mean, when I look at on paper. The idea of your starting lineup consisting of Brandon Ingram, or let me just start from the one to five, right? So CJ McCollum is your starting point guard, which I know he's a shooting guard for most of his career, but he's solid and he's definitely been actually very good this year as the point guard for the Pelicans. Then you throw in Herb Jones, who if it's him or B.I. switch two or three, I I could care less. They're both like six seven. I think BI is actually six nine six ten, and they got freakish wingspans. So already your defense is is covered. I, I mean CJ McCollum, he's not the biggest dude, but he's on like six three six four at, at the one spot. That's pretty solid. And you got your plethora of wings with Zion at the four and Val at the five. To me, that starting lineup screams no weaknesses. And the way uh, Jose Grand Theft Alvarado has been playing off the bench, uh, I think the Pelicans are realistically, they get another bench piece. And I don't really see how they're that far from contending so in think, terms of 
Uh, like, I'd love to see them match up against the Warriors with their size. Yeah. I think that actually might give them fits in a seven-game series. I know that's a bit of a stretch to just compare them to the world champions, but it's got to be acknowledged. I mean, if Zion's going to average 30 and 10 the rest of the way, that's he's not going to be stopped by Kevon Looney nor Draymond Green. I, I'm not going to – no. Yeah, Sorry. I think you I think you hit the nail on the head and why I'm I'm starting to believe that this team has really contender potential and simply because of their defensive ability. They're ranked top five in the league right now, I believe. And they just match up well against anybody, you know. And, and on top of that, you you go look at on the offensive end, if Zion is gonna take that step, finally be healthy and take that step that we thought he was gonna take two years ago, but he really hasn't had the chance to become a superstar. Well, that's a problem for any opposing defense. We all know Brandon, you know, Brandon Ingram was most improved player either last year or the year before. That's a problem. And CJ McCollum is just as good as an offensive option. And now he's playing role facilitator and looking to pass first. I mean, that's scary because right. he can he can look to score first at any time he wants to. So I have to agree. The the only hesitation is the youth. Um, and when it comes to big games, you know, that that does matter when it comes to the playoffs. Not not a lot of experience. CJ McCollum's probably got the most, but uh, that doesn't hold people. Yeah, youth and health, but those are you know, those are intangible things, you know. So tangib- tangibly on the court, I have no reason to believe that they can't hang with some of the best teams in the West right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd have to agree. I think the the Pelicans' key point, as everyone knows, is can Zion stay healthy? And clearly, when he is healthy, I mean, I think Bi is out right now, but yeah, Zion is like. You know, you could call him a top 10 player in the league when he's healthy. I mean, it's like Shaq who can move and shoot out there. Like you get no one. I was watching these games like like the Suns Pelicans game. Uh, Willie Green will just let him come to the top of the key and ISO against a, a guard on the like campaign. Like what is campaign yeah. going to do against Zion? <laughs> Nothing. Literally jab step one dribble. He's already at he's already going to dunk the ball like it's it's that simple. So. If Zion can stay healthy, I mean, I would almost I would go as far as to say that within the next two years, they will be they will make a deep playoff run. This year, I think they'll be in the playoffs. I don't think that anything will come of it because, like, you know, like Caleb was saying, they're kind of young. They don't have that much experience. They don't even have that much experience as being a healthy team altogether, playing throughout a whole season. But, you know, assuming Zion and all of them stay healthy, I hey hell's for the win man i they're gonna be real contenders within the next two years and i'll put i i'd bet money on that i yeah, I, I have to agree, agree with that they're, they're, yeah, they're the best uh young core in the league right now it may be cleveland i you know maybe but those two is there are my two favorites i, yeah. I don't know you know up so we talk well, like when we're talking about them right you know we we Loves eating nitpick holes in people's games. Steph's like his size. You know, Giannis is shooting. What's the uh, what's the hang up with Zion here? Oh, but let's exclude health from the picture. I would. Can any you guys? Shooting. Yeah, that's really the hill you want to die on. Bro is twenty one and his debut. Uh, I'm not gonna die on threes. it, but if you're looking for what I believe to be the weakest part of his game, that would be it. I just think yeah. he's uh, – if I'm correct, I'm pretty sure he's shooting, like, close to 60% from the field. Well, okay. I I'm mean, talking about his three-point shooting. Yeah, I would I would probably say three-point shooting and jump it, shooting. It's not. It's really not. Yeah, his jump shooting is not as bad as people think it is. But at the same time, he's a young guy. He can always improve. And also, 
he's a left-handed player and you can kind of see him in games. He, he sometimes struggles to finish with his right or, you know, like he'll couldn't, he'll, you know, be driving to the right, but finish with his left. Like that's, you know, something that all young guys can improve on. But other than that, like, geez, he's, you know, he is one of the hardest players to guard. Like, I don't know how much he weighs, but he's just like a wrecking ball coming at you. Like he's, I, I, you know, him and Giannis are right there. I mean, I think Giannis is a little harder to stop just because, I mean, it's Giannis. Like, no, no one's gonna be. I don't think there'll ever be another Giannis. But so Zion, I could take the number two. <laughs> I had, I had to double down because I want to make sure I was right about this, and I am. Um, he's averaging twenty-five at per season. He's shooting sixty-one percent from the field and thirty-six from three, which is above league average, and he's in year three technically um that's why when it's like oh there's concerns with the shooting i personally have none um it's he's literally still getting integrated and coming back he is he, let's let's add this off. let's like, add a stipulant here he is averaging a th- three-fourths of one three-point attempt a game this season so yeah but it, it's it when he's, i'm not saying like, the percentage in there but if he's not like you got a three-point shoot but when he needs to take them they're going in and what I'm saying is when you're at over 60% is a sh- like Giannis isn't even shooting 60%. Oh, I'm not di- downplaying that like at that all. is incredible to, to, to be yeah. at 25 points a game and you're above 60%. Like if you go 48% for the, the field and go over 20 people are like, dude, he's having a great year. Look at like Tyler Hero, somebody uh, he's, yeah. he's great. Like Zion, when we're talking like top 10 players. It's you can say it's early. I don't care. Like just on the court. This dude is only going to get better. Literally, the only problem with this game that people are, oh, he's not going to stay healthy. Oh, he's too big. He's he's going to fall out of the league. Until we see that, he is a top 10 player in my book. And um, yeah. I know we're saying he's going to get kind of like bounced around the playoffs, whatever. I'm fully convinced that this team's healthy. They're going to be in the way of the Western Conference Finals, probably with the Warriors. I think the Warriors probably bounce them because of that playoff experience for decades, but I, I just, I'd like to see him play Denver too. Uh, I think Denver poses. Mad I think it's interesting, well. but yeah. you think a double with Val and Zion would not give Jokic fits. Like, yeah. But the, yeah, no, I'm I, not I, disagreeing. I think, they, that. Yeah, I think it could be a good series. Jokic, good Jokic is good, but he does not play defense. I don't care what anyone says. You, Jokic <laughs> is not locking up Zion. I mean, yeah, he'll he'll play good against Valanciunas because he's just a role player. But I don't right. No one on the Nuggets. Zion. Yeah, no one's like, guarding Zion on the Nuggets. I mean, I I think that would be a good matchup though, because I mean, like people have to guard Zion, you also got to go guard Jokic, and he can go for fifty on you know any night. Anybody's head, yeah, yeah. But like Christian was saying, I mean, Zion's shooting this crazy percent. Like he's he's dropping at least you know twenty five points a game, and he's only taking like fifteen shots. He's barely yeah. missing any shots. Like it's he's, we haven't. He's seen not even in like playoff this. mode. Like yeah. he's really not taking that twenty five thirty shots. And yeah, that's where I'm it's... like, we're going to see maybe a historic run here. I'm just going to call it out. Like, I don't see how you stop a guy like that. Who's <laughs> getting that many points in the regular season shooting at that high of a clip. It's just has been done probably since like a guy like Kareem or like dudes that we yeah. just think of as literally only, they don't want to attempt threes at all. And so that that's why I just, when, I, when I'm looking at his game, um, Man, it, it is it's impressive, but I think even more impressive than people want to acknowledge 
One, because it's Zion, and he had all this hype coming in, and we haven't technically seen it yet. Um, it's been kind of two years of like a hiatus for him between injuries and whatnot. I think we're finally seeing it, and he needs his flowers, man. And I mean flowers, I mean a whole garden. Like, this dude was supposed to be an ex-LeBron, and so far he's on pace. No, in terms of numbers, he's like quite literally on pace. Save so. my spot on the Zion train. That's all I gotta say. No, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fully on it, man. I'm like, riding uh, it out till he's done. Yeah, this this guy, he, he's legit. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if anybody's got more uh, things to add on the old Pelicans. I uh, just this team's good, man. There's a reason they're on the one seed. They might hold down the rest of the year. They might be the Grizzlies of last year. That's their best case scenario, I think. Yeah. That's not a bad, yeah. That's not a bad way to say it. I I, I can get behind that. I'm not like, like I, I feel like you're thinking you're getting more pushback on this Zion Pelican type than you really are. Like I, I'm right. Oh, there I'm not getting pushback. I am just trying to state my case. So when things roll around, and I, I just I'm trying to mark my territory, man. Zion Williamson <laughs> Pelicans, they're gonna be good, and they're gonna be more than good. And people probably, I know you guys are basketball watchers remember i feel like the casual person oh he's not that no he's that good good. you just have to watch but uh anyways we can we can get some more pushback on the uh little better or worse i mean we just let's keep it a buck there's three of us we're all not gonna have the same opinions on players plain and simple that's fair um i'll just dive right into it because uh we, we talked about this guy for the past how many minutes better or worse for zion williamson uh, i think we're gonna try a different format a little rotational format each guy kind of proposes a guy and we'll just kind of you know back and forth yada 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 so uh better or worse all time who do you think you'd rather slot in uh zion or draymond green <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that, I knew was, that coming. was coming. Uh-huh. Um, Getting right into it. Man. Are we talking all time? Like, like talking where do they? Where do they? No, like, what's the question? Because you said where would you rather slot? Who would you rather slot in? Which is different. Like, so if we're ranking all time players, right? We're all talking when I'm okay. This and this is again. We view all time. Now people have a different view on this. The way I look at it is like you swap the two guys in roles in terms of like they're at their peak. This guy's at their peak. Certain situations, you you just kind of feel it out. Like, okay, like is in my opinion, I'm just going to go right off the dome. Like is Draymond's peak ever going to hit even what Zion's doing now? No. And I think Zion on the team where the Warriors lost at 73-9, and they might quite literally not lose a game and would not have lost that final series. Like it's people are gonna be like, oh, it's Draymond's key. Yeah, but, but, but I'm the pretty only sure reason Steve they lost that show Zion how the to, only reason they lost is because Draymond's missed game five or six. Yeah, yeah okay. Maybe suspended. it was the Warriors scoring 89 in game seven, and I think Zion's 25 a night would help that. They lost by but four in game seven. What, what are you trying to say? I'm just I'm saying that yeah, they the Cavs won by four. And Draymond, I know, didn't put up 25. I guarantee you Zion in that situation wins the Warriors that series. I guarantee you the Warriors don't lose in between. 
Like, and people are pushed back on that. If you want to tell me Draymond Green is a better player at any point in his career than Zion is currently, feel free to engage. Well, no, Draymond Green is far more accomplished than Zion is at this point. So if we're ranking all-time players, accomplishments by account because Four championships, multiple defensive – maybe not multiple, but definitely one defensive. He's got like one, and then I'm pretty sure Patrick McCaw's like four championships. Uh, I'm just saying, Steve Kerr's got five rings, probably seven or eight as a coach. Dude, what are your what are you like? This is why. What I is asked, are, are you arguing? Like, I'm arguing is Zion is a basketball player. You're right, if, man. If you're right. Robert Ory's better than Michael Jordan. You're right, man. You you got you're, me. You're you're giving me that argument. You're giving me that argument of the and rings I'm flipping matter, back and I'm what you just you. yes because do they not matter at all? Is that the point? Like, do they not matter at uh, all? It doesn't matter as much as when I look at Zion as a player in Draymond and what they give to my basketball team. I would rather have Zion right now in his prime than any of so Draymond's best tom- years. Are we playing one game tomorrow? We are talking players all time at their peak, at their prime. Like, If I, I'm I going on a list, I'm saying this right now. I'm just going to say it. I'm not going to do it. If I'm going down a list and ranking the best power forwards of all time, okay, I'm probably Tim Duncan, number one, Dirk in there somewhere. We're going to work our way down the list. I will today rank Draymond Green higher than Zion Williamson. However, that could be very wrong in a matter of a year, three years. I mean, Zion has way more potential and a higher ceiling than Draymond ever has. But today, Draymond is a better power forward all time than Zion Williamson. I think the stipulation that we kind of have to add is Zion's such a young guy. So when you when you say compare these two players and you look at what they've accomplished versus just their pure skill and what they bring to a team, like to the table, which is what I would judge it. Like, because Zion's a young guy. If you compare him to Draymond, like I would say all time, Draymond's also better. But as for a pure skill set, I'm a GM. Who do I want on my team? I think I can find a couple rebounders like give me Zion. I don't, you know, Draymond's got all the accolades in the world. Boom. Defensive player of the year, a couple of championships, but Zion is a prodigy. That's That's just what bothers me, bro. That's what just bothers me. It's like the only reason we're like Draymond is better is because he was get his rings with the Warriors. Why does that bother you? Players. That's just reality. It bothers me so it much. It is, it is, it is reality. It doesn't make him good. Go like check his stats. It doesn't make him good. It's literally he's the, literally the third option in terms of his overall player. Not even offense. Offense is not set. the only part of the game, man. It's not the only and part defense of the game. isn't either. Like I'm not. <laughs> I can't believe we're dying on what this idea. Oh How do you look at Draymond Green at any point in his career and be like, "Yo, that dude who was, you know, chunky playing tight end at Michigan State is better than Zion at any point in his career"? No, I'm not. That is not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying both, I know that's what you're Zion saying, but you guys are both. You guys are both. You're dying in the argument that Draymond is technically a better player all time because of the team he was on and one good defensive year. When we've seen Gobert and his many defensive player of the years literally get exposed in the playoffs and show that it's not even conducive to win it, basketball. But Draymond didn't get exposed in the playoffs. That's part of our argument. I mean, his the best style, on a dynasty. 
I would say losing when you're 73-19. They lost because he didn't play. (laughs) They lost game five or six. They didn't lose seven. He was there for game seven, if I remember correctly. Okay. And, like – I'm just I'm keeping it a buck in game seven. Zion, right, listen, Story listen, listen. I I think that Draymond Green, he's he could you could compare him to some like Scottie Pippen, for example. If Scottie didn't have Michael Jordan, Scottie would not. Where's his accolades? Yeah, he's got. I'm pretty sure he got a defense. But he got an MVP. Year. He got. A, he almost was in the running for an MVP that year that Jordan didn't play. Draymond literally looked like he could be out of the league when Steph wasn't on the court. And that is facts. That's People facts. can go and that watch facts. that. It was so I bad. I remember watching him like, dribble I'm the ball. Tired of the, it just... I'm tired of his dribble handoff and his couple assists being seen. amazing playmaker, this defensive wall. When if you just – if Steve Kerr had Zion in that role and told him to do those things, Zion would literally be Draymond on crack. But we're not going to acknowledge it because – of all, straight on. Let me air for the chance. We did like, acknowledge. Let me change, it, let me we, change we, my my views, my my stance here. Okay, I, I'll make Christian a little more happy. Okay, based on yeah. strictly <laughs> accolades and achievements in a career, give me Draymond over Zion. As for all time, no ma- like skill, nothing else. Give me Zion. Draymond is nowhere near close to That's Zion. That's what you said last time. You said as a GM, I'd rather have Zion. And I wouldn't yeah. just, yeah. I'm like, I'm not arguing. Yeah, so why is a GM, are you like, right now, I'd like Draymond. I'm not saying player. that as a GM. I'm saying that as a basketball historian, that, that Draymond is objectively more accomplished and ranks higher because we just haven't seen Zion in okay. his peak. Okay. No, I no, think no. that's so just all, how... All, all I'm hearing how... is Draymond needs, like, essentially, if we just had Zion drafted at the same year as Draymond and he had the same career path, like, you'd, you'd feel... Actually, probably way better about Zion, but it's just yeah, because yeah, I, he's I drafted said check the two receipts. years ago. I said Zion has a way higher ceiling than Draymond ever had. That's fine, man. Really? I, I just <laughs> I don't <laughs> see the talent. We've been arguing, we've been arguing over I, Draymond Green. We gotta yeah, we gotta switch it up. I'm just on Draymond. He is the most overrated game. player in the NBA. Like on top of like Chris Paul and Gobert, like. There's some names, man. And he's one of them defense. that just gets that's, 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 he gets we just under my score here. Defense with no offense, dude. Yeah, you tell me the value of defense. You tell me the, the value like, of defense. The, the yes. top two best defensive teams last year were in the finals. Uh, okay. Of in terms of like overall what they do. But in terms of defense De- player of the year, Gobert was two or three consecutive play defense player of the year. And that did okay. nothing for his team. They got bounced every single year. So you're telling me he's a makeup <sighs> as a team? Yeah, it matters. But I would argue by that player. I, I would, we can't go would player by player. You can have a team of all team defense stat rather than is much better as a team stat than it is an individual stat. I would exactly I would say that. exactly. So when we're comparing However, when you are the players, best I take that in account. Say that again. When I take individual players, I'm taking that into account. I understand defensively as a team, it's a lot like. That is a lot more conducive to winning when your team is good defensively. Let's look at the Pelicans. But we're looking one-on-one player. Like, you see what a really good defender. Like, it, it doesn't matter if there's nobody around him. Like, I'm oh, saying the, those players the, the value, need other people less to succeed guys, to win. There are less guys in the league who can show up and make a guy – how do I want to say this? Less guys in the league that can show up and make the other team's star player significantly a worse player that night than there are guys who can show up and give you 25 points. That's valid. 
you said there's less but, but that can do that. I would argue that Draymond is not not okay as of today. I don't know. Draymond if he's cannot still that show guy. up and give you 25. That's yeah, no, 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 no. I yeah, of course he won't even give yeah. me ten. I mean, come on, he'll, <laughs> yeah. he'll, get, he'll yeah. give me yeah. a couple of rebounds yeah. and some assists and a lot of turnovers, but he ain't scoring. But no, like Draymond, as of today, yeah, he's you know still flailing no, around he's on not, the court, he's not but he's not he he's not gonna go shut down Jason Tatum in the finals. I'm sorry, like yeah, he'll play good defense, but Tatum's still gonna get his, and Draymond's gonna start talking and do his thing, and he's just like a Dennis Rodman type of player at the end of the day. I mean, no offense. He does everything else, you know, decent. I mean, I don't know. I just, I think at the end of the day, Zion over Draymond, that period, point blank period. Give, give it two more <laughs> years. Give it two more years. I don't care about accolades. Boom. Totally flipped sides. All right, we're moving on to the next guy. We spent, we spent, the enough, we spent enough time. Debate, man. Um, all right. So I, I, wa- I was going to say Dennis Rodman, but I, I won't. Um for the sake of having the exact same discussion. That's so, a flip of the coin. They're the same player. No. Exactly. I mean, yes. And <laughs> exactly. Draymond, Draymond brings more to the table, like all around, but oh, that, I forgot. Draymond can numbers. hand the ball off. I forgot the like dribble handoffs. I forgot. Yeah. Oh My yeah. Bad. Oh yeah. My no, bad. Rodman, that's, that's really, con- yeah, whatever. We're moving on. <laughs> uh, I got Luke. Go ahead. Who do you got? Cause I got to think of another powerful. Um, I was trying to think of players in the league to compare him to, but I don't really, I mean, Zion's kind of a, you know, he's like a unicorn. I don't know. Um, (laughs) All time. I don't know. Someone who comes to mind who I like to compare him to, who doesn't shoot as well is someone, I I, I guess I'll just say it better or worse than Zion Williamson, better or worse, Sean Kemp. Mm. Oh, very See, this similar is like, builds and Sean Kemp would be the nightmare version of Zion's career, quite literally. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a couple good, good seasons and nothing happens after. Um so like from that kind of take alone, I'll have Zion for now in terms of the fact like I like Sean Kemp with six ten. I like that in terms of skill set. He brought it when he was you know, in his prime and playing. I mean, this dude was in the finals with the glove who was overrated in his own right. But uh, <laughs> in terms of just any Sean type of Kemp, player like... is a good defender. He's overrated, man. <laughs> I mean, he didn't Anytime. stop Jordan from doing a whole lot, Mr. The Glove. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Just Sean Kemp, like, he's great. He's like at you his just pinnacle with the best Zion player right of all time. Yeah. Yeah, I am because it's. Oh, he didn't stop him as if anybody else could ever. Hey, listen, man, I am going to die on the hill that if if, if it comes down to a one on one game, like a lot of these finals, it's like back and forth. It is the better offensive player wins. The Warriors. Steph Curry was the best offensive player in that. He's going to win. Bucks. The best offensive player was Giannis. He's like, you just keep going down the line. The dudes that drops 40, 50 in the games. They win the contest. Yeah, but but I digress. Bucks, I'm gonna take gonna Zion go. over yeah. Sean Kemp. Like he's I'm taking not... Zion. I'm taking Zion as well. And, and yeah. Honestly, Kemp, um, one of the better dunkers, athletic players of all time. Super fun to watch. I didn't get a chance, obviously, to watch him, um, but I get the I get the benefit of YouTube highlight reels. So, um, looking at his numbers, I mean, he never averaged. He averaged 20 points once in his career. Yeah. Um, no jumper like, either you know yeah, zion just no feels jumper. like a like a modern 
a, a more modern version. If you throw Zion back in the nineties, and obviously he's going to score. Like oh my people, yeah, people that, score that would be terrifying. So, you know, but like what I'm saying is you throw him back in a slower pace. Uh, he probably wouldn't get 25. He'd probably be around 20, 22, maybe. Um, you throw Kemp today. It's, it's probably, you know, high teens, low twenties as well with faster pace, more scoring. So um, I'm still taking Zion. Like he's yeah. just a more accomplished, more polished version. If yeah. that makes sense. Even at 22 or whatever, however old he is. Yeah. But uh, all right. I, I got one. There. I got one for you guys. So um, I got to find him. I got to find him. Got to find his numbers. All right. Better or worse all time. Where'd he go? Sorry. Oh, there he is. All right. Better or worse all Zion. Zion Williams and better or worse all time than peak Chris Bosch. Oh wow. Oh that's that's oh, actually a good one. I, I'm I'm not going to Luke, unless you want to go first. I actually I'm gonna wrap this up personally. <clears throat> Chris Bosch in today's NBA would be dominant. He started to develop that three. I think if he's drafted in 2013 instead of 2003. Like Bosch would have been OP. I, yeah. I know that might oh, be a yeah. little bit. I know some people think he's overrated, but dude, like he was a very good as a big man, like just from that aspect. And at the time, he was a little ahead with being able to stretch the floor a bit. And I think in today's NBA, he'd be like that perfect blend of yeah. Oh yeah, I don't want to take him over Zion. I I honestly think when it comes to Bosch's career, this sounds kind of crazy, but going to Miami really hurt him. Like when it comes to these kind of you discussions, so? when you look at his numbers, okay, the year before he went to Miami, he was averaging twenty four points, ten rebounds, and two and a half assists. Immediately dropped to eighteen points and eight rebounds, and under just under two assists in his first year in Miami. So it's just a literally less touches is <laughs> I feel like really Which, I, his ability uh, to shine on a stat, if that makes sense. I, it, I don't it know. If you could, I don't know if you could completely say it hurt him though, because yeah, you got, you got LeBron and D Wade, obviously they're going to be touching the ball, like right. the majority of the game, but he's still doing his part. You know, I, I think you just said he was averaging 18, you know, from 24 and like, you're, you know, obviously you go to a new team with superstars, you're not going to be doing that. But at the same time, if he stayed on, I think, was he only on the Raptors before? Yeah. Before the Heat? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if yeah. you stay there, he's not going to win a championship. You know, he's not going to do anything huh. there except get stats. So the fact that he, I, I wouldn't say he was a, like the three headed, you know, snake or whatever that they used to say. Like, yeah, he, he was good, but. I don't know. I wouldn't consider him a superstar like D Wade and LeBron. I think you guys would all agree with that, but he was above average sure. for the, his time in the league for sure. No. And I think the, uh, the heat, you know, thing like in terms of the average guy who's just going to go and check Bosch's stats, I would agree that moving to the heat hurt him. But in terms of like when we're talking about Bosch as a player, and we saw, I mean, growing up, him on those Heat teams, like his development as a jump shooter. What he even did, it wasn't for long because he had the whole blood clot thing. But like he had like a year or two there where it was just him and washed up Wade. And he was still like good and his shooting was still improving. And I, in my opinion, I guess he just had to retire early, but it was still yeah, what, what early. Year, like, what year did Braun first leave? Was Braun there in 14 and 15? 2014-15 season. Yeah. Um, still in Miami. 
I no, he wouldn't. Left. He wouldn't have been because th- it was it was thirteen fourteen was this last year. I believe fourteen fifteen oh. was the first year with the Cavs. I believe fourteen fifteen fifteen sixteen was when I was like Wade and Bosch, and I believe yeah. Bosch was like so after Bosch sixteen is, or seventeen. Bosch's like, numbers. Done. Uh, LeBron's last year was sixteen points, five rebounds, uh, or six re- seven rebounds, and an assist. Uh, the very next year, he jumped all the way up to twenty-one points, shot thirty-seven percent from three, forty-eight percent from the seven rebounds to assists. He did take that jump, and then you know, obviously, injuries really knocked him off with the blood clots and right. whatnot. But um, I guess the point being is, we all, as we're looking at this, know the player that Bosch is, right? Like, like as basketball, just consumers and breaking down players and whatnot, we recognize the greatness of Chris Bosch. I understand during the heat days with the big three, he was at his low in terms of total numbers. But, like, as a player, you can just watch and be like, yeah, this dude, like, he changes how your team can attack. And he's a very good defender as well. And so I'm looking at that, his all-around game. Um, Yeah, that's – he doesn't have the finishing ability, I think, Zion. But, like, Zion's a freak when it comes to that. So, like, we can't really give him that edge. It's just a matter of is Zion going to catch Bosch and Legacy? And a couple of years, it's not out of the picture, but he's got the skill set. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I, he follow, This follows, follows a very similar discussion um, that the Draymond conversation did when it comes to like, uh, I would argue that Draymond was way more instrumental. Does to it? Chips Does than, it? Than I'd rather Bosch have Bosch than. I would rather have Bosch. I think Bosch with Clay and Curry is insane. Oh, you gotta be geez. kidding me. Bosch on the Warriors now, like in this that would go crazy. NBA? Oh my gosh, that, that would, would go crazy in twenty six. No, like that's that's where I'm starting. Is like I think we just love to put some of these guys on a pedestal, and it's like don't don't overthink it. Like Chris Bosch is a better player than Draymond Green. That's not what I said. That's not career. what I said. I said that. Green was more instrumental to the Warriors championships than Bosch was to Miami's. If that's how you want to feel, yeah. I would agree with I, that. I, just, I would agree. I, I, I can't agree. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm just looking at the numbers. As soon as he went to Miami, he didn't do anything. Bosch was <laughs> part of the reason that saved LeBron. Ray Allen was the other half. <laughs> Rebound Bosch. I'll happen. get behind that. I'll get behind like, that. Like in Draymond Green, do you really think he's shutting down Tim Duncan? I'm not saying Bosch shut him down, but I think Duncan would go for like 40 just from the size alone. Like it's we love Draymond is fit for the Warriors system because we haven't seen anybody else in the role. The best thing was Bogut and Looney. Like I'm really like really consider that. And even just a 2K sim. Let me clarify. Steph I'm Curry, still taking Clay Bosch and Bosch. Let me clarify. But, but then why is it more instrumental to their team than Bosch? Because because they both happened. I, I stink the Heat win without Bosch. I don't know if the Warriors win without Draymond. Wow. Except it, to, it, think the KD team's out of the conversation. The other two. I, I just think even like last year, like just watching that team, it was more of a Steph and the rest of the guys than a – so Steph, then, okay, Clay, all right, then I'm going to hold you to Draymond. this. When we, when we, whenever we comes around, when we come up to the Steph Curry all-time conversation, you better have him freaking sky high, dude. Because Oh, he is. He so is. He is. He's, he's, he's top two point guard between him and Magic. All right. All right. I am not going to back down from that. No, I know what he provides offensively. That's why they won a championship last year. All right. 
All right. So, all right, we'll move on. Do we have one more, one more uh, Zion compare? Oh, no, we did Sean Kemp. Do we yeah. want to do Clay? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do one each. Quick. We'll do one each for Clay. Clay Thompson, sure. better, better or worse all time, and then we can talk a little who he played for. But uh, all right, I, I'll go first because I, I have a couple. I have some good names here, so I want to decide who I want to go with. Um, actually, you know what? That means I probably shouldn't go first. So, because <laughs> <laughs> um, I have the so I I prepped Clay Thompson for like the the previous way we did better or worse, where I could like rattle off a couple names and go really fast, but. Um, yeah, yeah, this is more of a debate. I, I got yeah. a name that okay, and you, I'll let. I want to. I want Luke to entertain it right away. Um, <laughs> I haven't written better, that too. better or worse, man. Clay Thompson is 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 he really better worse than uh, Ray Allen? Oh, oh, I thought you were gonna say Harden. Oh, I yeah, I was about to <laughs> hop back on the Harden train, but I, I actually Allen. no, I do think Harden is a better player. I I do. Yeah, but Ray I, Allen is. I would more even than concede that. Um, jeez. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like if we're just looking at Clay this year, he's kind of having a streaky year. I mean, he's gone through. You know, he's had these high scoring games, and then he'll just kind of disappear for a stretch and. I don't know. Yeah. All time, that is really tough. Oh my god, that's really tough. Because you could argue, oh Clay, Clay was at one point of in his prime was a you know very good three and D, like very good on ball defender. But so was Ray Allen. I mean, I feel like when mm-hmm. people think of Ray Allen, they think of him hitting the shot for the Heat in his old you know his dinosaur days. But he was yeah. in Milwaukee, the Celtics. I think I'm going to take Ray Allen to be honest. No, yeah, take Ray Allen. I could uh, get behind that in the sense that Rayon was a number one option. Um, he was quite literally there in a game seven with AI. Granted, the Sixers lost that finals to the Lakers against Kobe and Shaq, but if Rayon's able to bring the Milwaukee Bucks there, I think a lot of people look at him differently. And it's really hard to play the game of, you know, I, I love to do the hypothetical, of like when you switch roles, it's like, okay, what does Ray Allen bring in terms of the Warriors that's different than Clay? I don't really see a whole lot of difference. It's just I haven't seen Clay as number one option. And that's where it's kind of difficult to is this guy really good? I know he's a great shooter, great defender, like all time. I mean, he's up there on his own team being the number one guy. We haven't seen it. I don't think we're going to. So when it's agree. time to, I, to make the argument, oh, it's a tough one, man. It's I mean, tough. If, if I'm it's being tough. honest, I, I think that Ray Allen would struggle more in, in a modern day Warriors offense because of the pacing. But that's just because by Maybe. that time he would be kind of older. But also on that Bucks team, like I'm going to be honest, I could not name one other player on that team that he brought to that far in the playoffs. Like I literally, I no idea. Big I don't even know what three year was, that was. The big three of 2000 was Ray Allen, Glenn, Big Dog, Robinson, and Sam oh Cassell. Gosh. And I'm Sam, pretty sure Sam, Sam Cassell. Cassell. Was, Sam Cassell. He had to be like 40. Yeah. <laughs> no, like it was uh, – it was interesting oh, that man. Ray Allen even pulled. I mean, that to be off. fair though, could anybody name anybody else on that Sixers team? Right. I think that's <laughs> what it really came down to was who's gonna outscore who. And AI just did. I mean, he got MVP that year, so it made sense. 
But yeah, I'm pretty sure AI's next best dude was like Aaron McKee or maybe Aaron Kembe McKee. was like Eric. It, it Snow. was Eric. Snow. Yeah, Eric Snow. <laughs> like it was oh, oh atrocious. But uh, yeah, I'll side with Ray Allen. I could see both sides of this though. It, it's such sure. a big hypothetical with Clay being number one. So I'm curious to see uh, Caleb. What's your stance? <laughs> yeah, I, know I you're think a I'm Clay gonna fan. To, I might have to play a little contrarian here, just because nobody else. Luke, you took Ray Allen, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll have to. I, I I'm with you, Kristen. I see both sides, but I'll I'll make the case for Clay simply because I think he's at his peak, uh, slightly better defender than Ray was. But Ray was a very solid defender, so it, it's not that mute, like not that big of an advantage in my mind. Um, but I think that Clay had a higher ceiling when it came to explosiveness. Um, I don't recall. I could be wrong, but I don't recall Ray Allen ever doing something like 60 points or whatever. What was it like? Was it sixty and a quarter? It wasn't that much. It was sixty in a game, and like twenty nine. Clay is definitely the more he's the more efficient shooter. I will give Clay. Yeah, Yeah. and and, you know Ray Allen's calling card is three point shooting, and I think that's unfair to him. Like you guys said, I mean, you look at his stats when he was with Seattle, he was averaging over twenty five points for back to back seasons. So in oh five oh six before he got to Boston, now taking the threes, the clip we see today, I think that's a very good thing. Yes. Yes, I would agree. So, and I think that, you know, it's very interesting because we, when you have that conversation with Steph, uh, the conversation is, oh, Steph shoots off the dribble way better than Ray Allen ever did. I don't know if Clay does because he's always been that spot up guy. So it's really close. I'll take Clay just because Clay could show up and give me 60 points and he might be a little bit of a better defender. But I, I don't think the Warriors are that much different a team and vice versa. If Clay is the number one option in Milwaukee, or Seattle, or the number three in Boston, I don't think those teams are much different. <laughs> if that makes sense, they they they're very identical. Yeah, no, that's I'd have to concur in that sense of it's a hypothetical because we haven't seen it with Clay, but if we're just kind of guessing from what we've seen, um, I think he'd be just all right. That's like, I mean, he he'd averaged, be fine. He you know averaged, I mean? Like he would you know, still do his KD, thing. He might have more KD points. Before got there, he averaged 21, 22 points um, a game as the number two. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's safe to say with a couple more shots, probably two or three. 27, 28, less Okay, efficient, yeah, given but... that, a little less efficient. I mean, that's right where about Ray Allen was, especially when you adjust it for pacing. So, right, you know. Yeah. It's an entertaining debate for sure. That was a good one, though. Yeah. That was that was a good one. Appreciate it. All right, so next? all right, I, I'll take the bait here. We'll go with a we'll go with <laughs> another, another another guy here. So this is very this is this is interesting because when it comes to Clay, uh, there's a couple names that come to mind that you guys might just take one side. So I'm trying to find a guy somewhat close, but. I'll I'll take the bait here, and I'm very interested to see where you guys go with this. Better or worse than Clay Thompson all time, Clyde Drexler. Mm. Clyde the Glide. Clyde the Glide. Mm. Going old school a little bit with this one. Luke, yeah. you want to go first? If I'm being <laughs> honest, man, I, I mean, Clyde's one of the – all-time greats. I can put some air quotes on that, I guess. But I, I really haven't. 
I I couldn't tell you his stats. I mean, obviously I've used him in 2K. I've seen him in YouTube highlights <laughs> over the years. Like I'm not I'm not too like knowledgeable about Clyde, but I know that they were Clyde definitely struggled from three. I can tell you that much. So they're definitely two different types of players. But he also was that guy on that Trailblazers team who was their main scoring option. He would guard the best player. Um. Man, and then when you look at Clay, he kind of, you know, was drafted into a system where he's always been that number two. And, you know, these are just two different types of players. Um, I, I can go first if you want me to. Yeah, if you go guys want me to. I, um, I, I'm going to take Clyde based off of this. The numbers, relatively similar. We have that conversation. If Clay was the number one, like we just had that, right? Uh, the reason I'm going to take Clyde as number one is because he was this franchise superstar. And at a time, whether incorrect or not, he was literally in the discussion with Mike as the best player in the league. That's and Clay has, Clay has yeah. never yeah. been in that discussion. So while I think we can all agree that that was wrong to even put them in the same stratosphere, the fact that it was a discussion at all, to me, I know I wasn't alive, but like to me, it's like, man, you know, looking at the numbers, he's averaging 27 back in the 80s. Like, <laughs> this guy yeah. was pretty good, dude. So, um, just yeah. based off that alone, and, and I'm assuming MVP votes, MVP, not B, votes and all this stuff, I, I'm going to Clyde. I think I'd probably ah, have to side. I, I think I'd have to side with you because he was that guy. Like, he was, like you said, the franchise player. And, I mean, like I said earlier, I don't really know much about him. I know that every time I shoot with him in 2K, he misses a three and Clay won't miss. Oh, that he was three. A, he was he was but, a high flyer. He was a high flyer. Yeah, exactly. Sure. He was the, these were two different types of players, but I mean I, I hate to bring legacy into the picture, but and you know, you could say Clay's got his championships, but number one guy, franchise player, give me Clyde. Clyde the Clyde. I mean Clyde picked up he was a roller, more of a role player, but he did pick up those two rings with Keem in Houston when, when Michael retired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's by uh, any means. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. Yeah, I, as much as I love to be problematic on these NBA Tuesdays and just stir the pot and really oh. die on hills, um, I'm not gonna die on the hill that Clay Thompson is a better player than Clyde Drexler. Oh, as as great as an offensive player, you know, efficient all those advanced numbers that you know nba nerds love and like you kind of hit the nail on the head of like he was in the same combo as jordan man and like and the era dropping the amount of points he did with the pacing uh it is very tough for me to look at that dude and be like yeah you know i think the trailblazers at that time would be better with pete clay thompson I just can't say it, especially given the fact we brought up earlier that he's never been a number one option with the Warriors. Like, Drexler was that dude for a pretty decent amount of time, not his entire career. And his longevity, obviously, is not going to be there like it is for Clay. But, man, I don't know, I, man. I, I don't know about that. I mean, Drexler was that dude who drafted me. He, he, was, he was around longer than I think people understand, like realize, but like Clay, I mean, Clay's body, still going to be around to 40. Like, yeah. yeah, he's just, his game translates very well in terms of, you can shoot the ball. Like you're just going to be around longer, plain and simple. Um, 
I'll take Clyde though. As much as I'd love to push back on this, um, he's just a, a better call. player, man. It, like he's just a better finisher, athletically more gifted. Was the number one guy? You could go down the list. So, yeah, I'm not gonna push back. Can't do All it. Right. All right. Another good Got one, uh, one more, right? One more Clay Thompson comparison. Yeah, Luke, did you have somebody? Um, did I say someone? I don't remember. Well, we did. Um, you said Ray Allen, Christian. I said, uh, yeah. Clyde. If, you, if you don't got a guy, I got another one. I can, yeah, we can always just, yeah, you guys can yeah. take the floor. I think. All right, maybe, sure, maybe, sure. maybe, maybe this will be universal <laughs> like Clyde was, but I think it's worth a discussion when you talk about all time three point shooters. Uh, better or worse than Clay Thompson all time, Reggie Miller. Now, okay, that's, that's where I'm drawing the line. Um, and especially if my dad is watching this, listening to it, he'd kill me if I didn't take Reggie Miller. Uh, he was Miller <laughs> the killer for a reason. Um, yeah, dude, it, like he doesn't get enough respect, like I feel like at all because he was on the Pacers, okay, plain and simple. Yeah, uh, I mean, Indiana, you, I could not tell you the, the best dude he had other than like me, Rick Smith's. Like you gotta be kidding me! Like I mean, I think Stephen Jackson later, Chris Mullen when he was old. Like, dude, Reggie Miller was—I don't want to say modern or at that time, Luca, but like he was in the similar situation of like being towards the top of the NBA and really didn't even get any credit for being so good. And he like he had no one else to defer to, and he would still put up these crazy stat lines and crazy playoff moments where. He was like clutch, unbelievably oh, yeah. clutch against teams that they the Pacers had no business competing against. Like the Knicks during that time were actually really good, and Reggie Miller is like no. Nah, the nah, Pacers nah, I'll, I'll are take... the, those Pacers teams are like a prime like nineties constructed team, if you ask me. Just like big dudes in the middle clogging it up. They got one dude outside who does a lot of the scoring and a bunch of role players. <laughs> like does that put it like, like it was bottom it, like a lot of the like they were constructed to beat Patrick Ewing. to beat him the way if you go no, like look I at the way disagree. they built up let's find tall dudes to clog the paint to try and slow this guy down but they were to slow him down but like that like you understand they didn't have anybody capable even on the tier of the centers at that time no, they, I'm not saying didn't. they did, but in the same and way that in the same way that teams were going out and signing seven footers just to find it, just to have a guy on the bench to put out there against Shaq, that is what a lot of teams in the '90s were doing with guys like Rick Smiths, and I can't even think of the other guys' names. Like these role players who are just big guys that we just need to clog the paint to try and slow this right. guy down. Right. Like right. I'm not yeah. saying that they're on the same caliber, Patrick Ewing. At all. No, no I'm just close, I'm just really gonna like hammer home the point that they like weren't very good. Like in terms of I think we're both on the same plane here. Like they just fit nice for size. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like this bruiser but, style, like tough defense. Right. Like that's what the Pacers teams were. And yeah, in terms of I agree. Who's, who's, I'm his, who's the second option? Mark Jackson? Yeah, it would have been <laughs> like it was it's it's no one else could score the ball. You know, it's just well. Oh. I mean, later in his career, they had those early two thousand Pacer teams. Jalen um, Rose, I believe. Yeah, Stephen Jackson. Yeah. You know, they got a little bit of help towards, of course, the end. But no, Luke, what's your uh, consensus here? I think Who I think Reggie picking? Miller. Yeah, Reggie Miller. He's not talked about enough in like the all time discussions, no, and you know, 
he's he took that Pacers team far and like you like we've just been talking about who else who else was it Rick Smith like I mean <laughs> I, I literally only know him I keep bringing up 2K I only know half yeah. these old dudes because of 2K yeah he's that big old dude significant. yeah I mean he's 7-4 but you know it is what it is but yeah, yeah give me give me Reggie Miller over Clay Thompson and also um Christian, you you talk about the hypothetical put each other in someone else's shoes. Clay's not doing anything back then. I'm sorry, he's not. He's he no, not going to do anything near. Feel Reggie bad, Miller. but yeah, yeah I, he would. He would be keyed on John Starks and whoever would double. Like he would be able to get a shot off. And oh yeah, like dude, I, I'm sorry, Reggie Miller in today's NBA. He's going 35 a night. I, I no one can convince <laughs> okay. me otherwise. Okay. I don't As know Luca can, Reggie Miller could, dude. Uh, like, oh, you could not you give him that, space. Man. You could not give him. You put a hand in his face, didn't matter. Like, you so who's a better tackle the dude? Well, if we're looking at numbers, it's Clay Thompson and efficiency will far and away. But I would encourage people to go back and watch like game shots. What Reggie Miller had to go against. Reggie's the definitely checking. I believe was still career. there. If that's where you're going, absolutely, absolutely. I think that's way better. He was off he the had dribble. to score off the dribble because he was that main guy. I just feel not, like there's yeah, a, he couldn't get a catch and shoot save his yeah, life. Exactly. Do you guys agree that there's there's a little bit of Clay Thompson's game that I feel like we're never going to get to see him like try and work off the dribble? To oh, sense, absolutely. I, I think that's what's hanging me up sometimes when it's grading him. It's like I would love to see that so I'd have something to use because a lot of the guys he gets compared to are greats that had the ball in their hand 90% of the time. And mm-hmm. here's a guy who was up there in terms of like Pippen and, you know, who weighed at the time, like of best second options ever. Yeah. And he's getting thrown in this class, rightfully so of best players, you know, on their teams. And again, it's not like, I don't think he could, it's just, we literally haven't seen it. So I yeah, I would have to played. agree with what you're saying. I think even if Clay gets traded, I don't like if he has to step up and be even, you know, I would say he's the number two on the Warriors for sure now, but his role is kind of that whole team is, I wouldn't say it's, you know, Steph and Clay, that's it. And then everyone else, like everyone kind of gets their fair share in that offense, but you put Clay on a different team. I don't, I don't see him developing any off the dribble, anything. I think he's, he, it is what it is. It is what it is. Type of player he is now. Yeah, but gonna be. I, I think you'd have a different yeah. answer if we were to go back to 2015 and put Clay on a different team. Well, when he was younger, yeah, I, I could yeah. maybe see that. But the fact that he stayed in this Warriors offense his whole career, I think he's, you know, you kind of know what he is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I can agree. With, I can agree with that. I, I'm still. That, yeah, it was Reggie, very interesting but... debate. Yeah, no, no, I'm glad you guys showed Reggie love. I, I was hoping I would oh, fight an Dude, you want to talk about Reggie? I. Reggie Miller is one of my favorites. One of okay, yeah. okay. Now that's really cool because there's people we talk to. They don't know. Like they, some people. I feel like if I brought up Reggie, who, it's like, oh, all right. I, I'm gonna Maybe. put you on if you guys haven't seen it. The Reggie Miller versus the Knicks, thirty for thirty. One of the best thirty for thirty. Fantastic. Watch, one of the man. best ever Spike made. Spike Lee, always oh, entertaining. Geez. You could watch it fifteen times and still laugh and be into it every single time. It is. And dad, I know you're listening. Uh, it's literally one it's classic. It's so it's good, classic. Dude. I'll have to give that a watch for sure. With, with words. Oh yeah. If yeah, you like Reggie been... Miller now? Oh, watch that <laughs> documentary. <laughs> it's like it's craziness, man. Spike oh, Lee literally goodness. just gets on there and talks crap 
about Reggie Miller, like 20 years. Yeah. He's yeah. so funny. <laughs> and then no, they interview so... a bunch of Knicks fans, and they're still salty, too. They're so mad. They're oh, so yeah. mad. It's so funny. And that's the whole point about Reggie went off, was everybody's just talking crap, poking the bear. It's like, you know he's going to go off. You yeah, know he's going to light up. I don't see Clay do Thompson too. grabbing his nuts in Madison Square Garden <laughs> and looking at Spike Lee. No. He might if he's going for 60. I'm That's not going to lie. At That's a good true. day, he might. But, no, I, I know exactly where you're at. And, uh, shout out Reggie Miller, man. He doesn't get enough love. He just doesn't. Yeah, true that. Yeah. All right, let's, um, let, let's pivot to who he played for. Does that sound good? Yeah, close it out. The OG segment. All right, we, uh, Luke, you're our guest. We'll let you go first. All right, all right. Um, okay, so let's see. I got um, I got three guys here. Two of them are currently in the league. One of them was in the league in 2022, but as of today, he is not on a team. So I'll save him for later. But I'll go ahead and start it off somewhat, somewhat easy, I think. So this guy, um, he's a bit of an older, older dude. I'll give you that. Um, he was drafted by the Rockets and traded to the Trailblazers in 2008. He was oh in Portland for three years. So he was there from 20, 2008 to 2011. Uh, then the NBA lockout happened where he played in France for a year. And then he came back to the Blazers. That might be a decent hint right there. Um, when he came back, he played with the Blazers from 2011 to 2015. He, oh, was, I know then, this is. he was then traded to the Hornets, uh, where he played yeah. from 2015 okay. to 2020. And he was then um, a free agent signed by the Clippers in 2020. And he is still on the Clippers right now. I think the France is kind of a kind of a giveaway, but that gave it to me. Yeah. What is yeah. it? Because I, I was thinking LaMarcus Aldridge all the way the spurs so oh but you don't you don't know who it is i don't know oh it, you sir oh you're there with the trailblazers too it's nick batum yeah. oh yeah the france thing threw me off yeah yeah no he's him and uh fournier i don't remember Gilbert, him they kind of went Charlotte. off yeah i, I kind of got overpaid there that. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember him kind of in Charlotte, but I just remember him, he was supposed to be this big second or third option, and he ended up just being a third or fourth, I mean, if He's that. Three-point but... specialist, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, they, like, barely wanted to play him. It was a little mess. You know how Jordan gets, like, bad yeah. contracts. He's going to be mad. But, uh, no, that was, that was a really good one. Um, yep, I got a too. guy that's – he's, he's – uh, we'll keep it. It's a good hint. Trailblazers, timeline with the tomb, Aldridge. This is a good end because uh, this dude was drafted by the Jazz in the 20, yeah, it was 2009, 2010. So then he was with the Trailblazers until 2015. So for five seasons after that Jazz season, he was moved there. Um, then he got, I believe, traded or pos- I think he was signed with the Mavericks in 2015, 16. And he stayed with the Mavericks till 2018, 2019, where things start to get a little dicey. Um, in 2018, 19, he went from Dallas all in the same year. He played two games with the Knicks. I guess they must have waived him or something. And then he was picked up by the Pacers and finished out the year there. He did play. He did log stats. 
And then he was with the Bucks from the 2019-20 season. Uh, then he I went to the Lakers for a year. He went to the Lakers for a year. And then the last two seasons, he's been back with the Bucks. Um, oh, is he still yeah. in the Bucks? Oh. He's currently still in the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, – I don't know if you guys got any ideas. I'm open and hearing them. Oh, jeez. I, I think you, you lost me like – by the third team, but hold on, I, I got, I got. I'll go a little. So like the year, I got a long shot. 10, 15, I got a long 16. shot. Jeremy Grant. Okay. It's a long shot. It's a decent. No, he's not currently on the Bucks. Um, solid, but really think like wings, trailblazers. You know, it's not going to be Dame, but think of like that timeline. Like kind of a little bit before McCollum, like oh, 2010, man. 2015. Um, Brady listed off the tomb, Aldridge. And, oh, you know, I know. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, I know it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb I think Brady. I. I, like, I, like I think Brady. I got it. I'm actually really stupid because I have this guy written down and didn't realize. It. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, was, go ahead. I was. You got I was. Yeah. I was just stumped by. It drafted by the jazz and then the trail but you keep putting all this emphasis on the trailblazer so give me give me wesley matthews their final answer yes sir what's what do you have to say caleb that was gonna be my guess yeah there's that's is what he, you guys wait saying. is he even on the bucks right now i, I don't know I, yeah, yeah lock yeah. it in. it's wesley matthews okay okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Oh, i was gonna oh, be i had i had to give a hint because i felt like if i didn't you guys were gonna just circle and i had i had wesley matthews written First off, I looked up Jeremy Grant. I don't know why I thought he played in Portland. He just then. didn't play that long. Yeah, that was no. since um, I was like, I had I had Wesley Matthews written down to try and stump you in a Bucks player. Which that's a good one. Uh, again, but yeah, I'll go, I really know I got, I got G League. So I got another option. Okay, so this guy, I'm not going to give the year he was drafted because I know better with. At least Christian Luke. I'm sorry that you <laughs> lose out on that. It's okay. I'll do... take it off. I'll take it off. You can tell him. You can tell him. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. He doesn't want right, it. He right. doesn't. He nah, doesn't. Nah, want nah. Yeah, he could still hear. Come All on. Right. Uh, <laughs> come on, baby. Come I do. On. I do have to give the stipulation that he was on a team last year, but is not on a team anymore. Okay. So he started. Okay. He was drafted by Sacramento. Okay. Then he was traded to Great Phoenix. Start. <laughs> yeah, drafted by a terrible team. Traded to Phoenix. Okay. He then signed with the Celtics. Then he was traded to Cleveland, signed with the Lakers. He then signed with the, this is where he starts to bounce around a little bit towards the end of his career, but he signed with Denver. Then he spent a year with Washington, spent a year with the Pelicans, was traded back to the Lakers, then signed with Dallas got cut this was uh last season and then uh also spent time with charlotte last year wow what is this ish smith trivia ish smith. <laughs> uh oh, i will give I mean... he is a bit i will say that he's a bang you know you know i think i might have heard that i think i might i think i might gotta work it out a bit, so we'll, we'll see we'll see because he's uh, in the Lakers twice. You said right now he's not he's not on a team. Not on a team. But the last team he played for was the Hornets. Yes. How long was he at, uh in Utah? 
Or was he on the Jazz? Uh, he was never on the Jazz. You're thinking Denver? Oh, Denver. Okay, so it's not. I was thinking. No. I for some reason I was thinking Derek Favors. I don't know. I don't no. think it's him. Um, I can't believe. Oh my gosh! I thought you guys were gonna get this. I mean, to be fair, you're like it starts bouncing around, but you would start off like four teams before that. Like this dude is a veteran journeyman. He's like, a journeyman. Uh, all right, I'll say that he at one point in his career finished i believe top 10 in mvp voting oh man oh, what in the world <laughs> does he, he have drafted a... by the rockets uh drafted by the kings the kings yeah that uh, kings it's to sellers what it's i can't even pass. I, I literally have no idea Okay, what what is okay? I don't know if this is too much of a reach, but what team is he like most known for? That that will give it away. That'll okay, okay, all right. That well, that's good. Away. I heard Lakers. I heard Kings, Suns, Denver. Oh my! Top ten MVP voting. Whoa! Oh man! <laughs> what? And he's not in the league anymore. He's a controversial. He's a he's a member of a controversial decision made by a franchise. Okay, that'll I... make. All right, I'll keep giving hints. Drafted in I 2011 nothing, by the Kings. Ben and arguably, uh, no, not no. Ben Macklemore. Arguably yeah, best that's... known for his time with Boston. Jeez. Bro, like Jared Sullinger, like I literally have no. All right, you gotta idea think. You gotta think it. bigger than Jared Sullinger. Oh, Timothy Mozgov. You think Timothy Mozgov was an MVP candidate? <laughs> Bro, I don't know who this. I have zero yeah, idea. I, I'm trying to put is. stuff. Here's together. another hint. Here's another hint. He's only played 82 games once in his career. Okay, no, now I finally got it. It's Isaiah Thomas. I did. I can't believe it took me that long. Wait, <laughs> yeah, me too. No, How did it take what? you that long? That's like, I don't know. Controversial. What are we? What was he well, controversial when they for? When they oh, traded him being the short. No, when they traded him no. the Cavs and he was still <laughs> he's still top five. That, I was thinking something that's like louder. Like yeah, no, I was thinking I like tea. a big a big man, but I could not. Yeah, okay, that, to be yeah. fair, that controversial hint was like in the desperation of me trying to think of things that would give it away to get yeah i guess in the time being it was i do remember that being controversial but yeah that was that was a good one jeez i don't know how we didn't get that i do not remember him in sacramento at all it was early i i should have asked for the years because i know he spent more than like a year with both of those teams i just was under the assumption it was like kings then sons then like i was like pro he spent three Holy years with world. the Kings. Right. Yeah. Like he actually spent like there's some time there and then some times the Suns like wasn't. No, yeah, but some of the teams I named, like he played one game for Dallas last year. He played four games. Right. Yeah, towards the end. Dallas yeah. and the Cavs. I Laker yeah. the two Lakers stints stumped me. I was like, what in the world, dude? I, I feel like I know people that play for the Lakers, but I don't remember wow. him in Phoenix at all. Like yeah, that was like Eric he played forty six games for him, but yeah, I don't, don't remember that at all. Um, wow. Okay. 
pretty much after Cleveland and maybe the first in LA. I, I, and then I do remember him on Charlotte last year. I do, I do remember that because he actually didn't play terrible, but they okay. didn't really have a okay. place for him. But all right, I'll take that. That's a win. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. Luke, did you, uh, you had another guy? Uh, yeah, I got, let's see here. Keep panning okay. around. The next guy, I'm showing no mercy. I'm making sure you guys lose. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good. Looking forward to that one. But, uh, okay. <laughs> this guy, I, I think I'm not going to, the stipulation I had, um, the, the guy who I'm not going to say his name, I'll save it for a different day, but um, he's currently playing for the Shanghai Sharks. So, um, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'll geez. save that one for later. But anyway. Dwight Howard? No, he's, oh. he's on the he's on the Taiwanese Tigers. Come on, it's probably That's Michael common, Beasley. Common knowledge, yeah. <laughs> Michael no, no, no. Beasley, Hashim to be. <laughs> All right, so let, let's see here. So this guy drafted first first round. I'm not going to give the years either. So I, I'm just I'm you can't just you can't it. with him. It's it's a dead giveaway. You can't. <laughs> so okay, so this guy was drafted in the first round. Uh, I believe I, I don't know what pick, but first round by the Clippers. Um, he spent. About three years there. Um, at during his third year, he was traded to the Suns, and then also during that year, he was traded to the Pistons. Um, in Detroit, he spent about four years. Um, and then similar to earlier in his career, he was traded mid-season to the Lakers for a while, and then that same year, traded to the Knicks. He was on the Knicks for two years. And he was then traded to the Mavericks. Yeah, I know this is. I know this is. He is is now on the Mavericks. This is just a, like, I don't even know. This guy is, you don't think about this guy ever. See, I think I need a new strategy because my problem is is I fixate on one person. And then I'm like, as you're going, I'm like, oh, yeah. And then you say the Knicks. I'm like, oh, well, Blake. I'll I'll give you, I'll give you some years in context. Detroit. So let's see. I don't know if years is even out. That's I uh, dude, yeah. This guy I is, know this player, but wow, that is random. <laughs> not, yeah, I don't even know. Like, I was random. scrolling through the teams. I was like, man, I haven't like I choose. Last time I remember him, he was on the Pistons. Anyway, so drafted in 2013 to the Clippers, was there from 2013 to 15, traded to the Suns in 2015. Then he was traded to the Pistons in 2015, spent four years there. Then he came to the Lakers in 2019, traded to the Knicks in 2019 also. Spent two years there, oh. traded to the Mavericks, and he's been there 2021 and present. If this helps with the KO, but it's, it's strictly a 3 and D guy. Yeah, he's, oh, he's like, a wing that's, player. That's, wing player. Oh, that is what he's known for. Like, I Wesley don't think Matthews this guy's known. Is similar. Yeah, I don't think he's known I... for anything, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I got, I, I'm up, not gonna but... waste. I'm not gonna waste your time. Who, who is it? I got nothing. So. It's it's Reggie Bullock. Reggie, Reggie Bullock. Bullock, dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> Boy, yeah, those random I, guys. That's I like that of. dude when you start a new my team and he just shows up on your team and you're like, oh, forgot about him. Glad to see he's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. And then he's yeah, never plays yeah. for you. That was my mentality. Jeez, that, that got guy. That in 30 seconds maybe i thought that was gonna stump you a little bit but i can't yeah shoot. how do you not get isaiah thomas but you pull reggie, reggie bullock, bullock. In a of- I, I it's the the years help me when i get a timeline you got it without like- the years 
All right. I, I, I well, not, well, you said what? A couple seasons with oh, the Pistons. Man. Like, if it's just rapid fire, I don't know how long they're with teams. Exactly. I make it as hard as possible. Yeah. Like, if I get oh, the stint, because I knew, I knew, if, like, the Pistons just Darbo from 2K. Like, yeah, it's yeah. 2K random knowledge, you know? Yeah. Um, But this, and again, I think this guy's, it's just his, it's, you're gonna know this guy. You guys both you know who he is. I just don't think you're gonna get him. Um That's he good. was drafted in 2011-12 by the Rockets. He was there for another year. Then in 2012-13, so that second year with the Rockets, he got traded to the Suns. He stayed with the Suns for two more years. And then he signed with the Pistons in 2015 16. Can we stop with 16, these 2013 to 16 Suns and Pistons players? <laughs> hey, <laughs> man. Got hey, you're just going to start to run out of names. So uh, it's helping a bit. Then after that Goodwin. stint from uh, 2017 18, 18, 19, he was with the Celtics. Um, then he decided to sign with the Knicks, who then traded him to the Clippers. In the 2019-20 season, and he's been with the Clippers since. Currently on the Clippers. He's not like free agent or anything. Okay. Oh, man. You guys think about it. You might get there. But it's hard to follow the career. I'll, I'll give you yeah. this Clippers bench is getting deeper and deeper every time we do yeah. this. Well, and the fact this dude his longest stint has been with the Clippers, uh, and he's been in the league since 2011. That, that says a lot. Okay, I I might know who it is. Who is so drafted by the Rockets and then then where did he go? The Suns for two and a half seasons. And it was the Pistons for two, and then that's the Celtics not gonna for help two. Me. That's not <laughs> yeah, help yeah, me. it just almost gets worse. Um, okay, I, I, off, I might have some, but I'll, I'll let Caleb go first. Oh, I don't have a guess, so take your guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, if I okay, so the guy who I'm thinking of, he's on the Clippers, and if I'm being honest, I don't know any other team he's ever played for. So Are you gonna I'm say Zubach? Yeah, Zubac. That's who I was gonna guess. Oh man, that's I don't a good think he's one, that. But... I don't think he's that old. Yeah, no, that's what I was here's... thinking too. He was like 2015, maybe. So maybe. here's here's my hint to you guys, and you might smack yourself. Wait, 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 wait. Is this Mark Marcus Morris? I'm sorry, Markeith <laughs> Morris. Wait, one of wait, the Morris you... brothers. Who who are you telling me? What what's your pick? Is oh, it one geez. of the two Morris twins? All right, Caleb, how about this? You I'm not going to give you two players. Okay. <laughs> Marcus. Is that I your final Marcus answer? First. What's, yes. Luke, what's Luke? What's your final answer? Give you guys me, are going to take the Morris twins. Yeah, give me Marcus. Yeah. 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 Team effort, Marquee Morris twins. It's your final answer. Yes. Okay, well, Luke, unfortunately, you're wrong. Yeah. Hey, uh, is Markeith even in the league still? No, I don't think No, he's on the Nets. He's on oh, the net. Of course he is. <laughs> so what I was going to do is I actually was initially going to go Markeith, but I learned his career. It was even harder to follow. So then I was Marcus, and I was I was – I'm glad he brought something up because my next hint, if Luke was going to go with Zubak, I was like, all right, he's he's got a brother that's still in the league. But considering you guys didn't think he was even in the league yeah. still, I'll take I don't know. But, I'll take half credit. No, no. Second guess. Marcus Morris. That was a good one. That was a good one. Jeez. All right, yeah, I, I got one. Pretty well known. Yeah, 
Well, given right. given the circumstance, didn't know that about him. But yeah, last guy of the night. Yeah, uh, you guys should get this one. I, I think you should. Okay, but okay. Um, don't. Ha- I only have one more because I had Wesley Matthews and uh, yeah. But uh, okay, so this guy, um, not giving a year, but um, okay, drafted by the Atlanta Hawks. Um, he then went to Boston, and then spent some time with Philadelphia. Then went to the Thunder, and then he now currently plays for Boston. Oh, I know this, dude. You <laughs> dude, are insane. You are more insane. than five seconds ever. We gotta get a timer <laughs> on that next time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Okay, Jeez, so just just, yeah. just run back through the teams here, man. Okay, he's he's well making since this Christian team. knows it, I, I'll be yeah. nice and give you. Years. Yeah, give the years. Give the years. I think that'll help. Right, Drafted. Well, okay. Drafted in 07 by the Hawks. Oh really think about it, Luke. Really think about it. Okay, then okay. after he was with them for a while, I don't want to give specific years because I think it'll give it away, but with them for a while, then spent three years in Boston, one year in Philly, one year in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. I think I got it. Mm-hmm. Who do you got, Luke? My, my, guy, my guy, Al Horford. Yeah. yeah. Big Al. Okay. Big, Big Al. Al. <laughs> Big Al. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's kind of it's disheartening when you you know like you got a guy, Chris is like, oh, I got it, and you're like totally like you're just trying to follow the the trail or whatever. No, so yeah, think about how much bad. think about this. How much easier did it get when I gave you that he was he was old, he was with the Hawks for a long time, and then oh yeah, around, right. No, hey, I he had none of that. I just read Hawks, Celtics, Sixers, <laughs> Thunder, Celtics. Oh, I got it. Like, just like that. No context. I could pick a player from the 70s and he could probably do the same This thing. man, this Doesn't man is, is built different. Depends on the guy, man. For Isaiah Thomas and Case Keenum, those, those have been the stumpers <laughs> so far. I can't far, believe but... I got you on Isaiah Thomas. I got you on hey, MVP, I... MVP finalist. <laughs> Yeah, all right, yeah, that, that's a bit of I guess during that one year, it wasn't completely a reach, but Wow. You nope, did average. Nope. I had the I had the basketball. Yeah, it was like close to thirty, man. That's why yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, it's that's a, a crazy season. But. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, um, nonetheless, man. Do we have any more guys, or is that it? Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. Uh, All right, I'll save. I'll save my side. guy. <laughs> He's saving. Yeah, saving. Opting to save when Christian's not on a hot streak, which will yeah, never. Yeah, I can. I, which will I'm never. Just, be. I'm going to be throwing him away if I do it now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hope for hope for a down day. Yeah. Oh, it'll happen. It, it might have a nice week. You Look know, for a, co- a cold shoot night. And... You know. You know. Oh yeah. 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 Stuff. But um, yeah, I, th- I think that's gonna wrap us up. We're sitting in about an hour and a half or so, maybe a little more. But um, as always, guys, thanks for listening, Luke. Thanks for coming on. Uh, this is coming more and more fun when you come on. Mix it up on NBA Tuesday. So we're thankful oh, for yeah. having you. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Be sure to check us out. Um, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, the whole thing. And uh, yeah, we'll be back. Me and Christian will be back Thursday with our uh, um, predictions for week, what are we on, week 14 of the NFL season. And then oh, uh, yeah. we'll be talking Sunday, Monday Night Football. So um, yeah, anybody out there, good luck with finals. Merry Christmas, the whole shebang. And uh, we'll be back Thursday. So thanks for listening, guys. Take care. See you.